Good afternoon. It is February 11th, uh, Thursday, around noon, joined with Frank Karras for our weekly, um, what is this, Mount Washington Avalanche Center public outreach podcast. Frank Karras, lead snow ranger. And uh, Frank, checking in today. I saw on Instagram, you're out skiing. Looked like Western, the Western Sherb. Yeah, it's the Western extension of the Sherburn Trail. And uh, got out on the considerable avalanche day to a more windward location where the avalanche problem would have been or was smaller, kind of reactive, but smaller. And we uh, kept the angle down and found some midwinter pow and uh, managed to keep our fingers and toes. So it was pretty cold. Yeah, we're watching these single digits as as forecasted. Um, yeah, not not super pleasant for touring or decision making. We almost pulled the plug, as a matter of fact, as we were leaving the cog, and um, you know, going to think thinking about just turning around and coming back down the cog because the visibility was poor too, which, as you know, really ramps up the really ramps up the danger if you can't keep eyes on people and you have flat light and you can't really see the texture of the snow and identify the the wind slabs and the firmer safer surface so um that um led us to almost pull the plug we lingered around until we got some clearing it was kind of magic um cleared up and got to ski the whole line so cautiously pitching it out in short pitches for sure well, it's great to hear that you're getting out, enjoying some of this, uh, you know, our final, this is true winter. Like we were saying, things are starting to fill in and it's fun. We're watching people ski the glades. Uh, I was checked out this weekend with last year standing, so I'm still catching up. I'm a little loopy. And again, you miss, you miss like several days up in the high alpine. You don't really know what's going on. So it's good to hear that you guys were able to, to farm something fun over on the west side. Yeah. Yep. And I think right now, given the little bit of sleeper pow, these events, that's what produces snow for us, you know, in these glades and as well as in the high country, unfortunately, you know, in the Alpine, it's blowing pretty hard today and it was yesterday as well. And I think those avalanche problems were, you know, into considerable for sure. So, um, it was good. Not many people went out. I think the cold weather helped discourage people venturing into it. But um, hopefully we'll have reduced avalanche uh, concerns coming into the weekend. Unfortunately, it's going to be seriously cold. Yeah. high When the highs are in the negatives on the summit, like today, and that's not not a place you want to be. You mentioned you're talking about getting distracted. That When you start, your extremities start to go, it it can affect your decision making at that point when you're just trying to focus on one thing yeah warm yeah next thing you know you forget about some of the other problems around you other hazards yeah for sure yeah it's not a being in a hurried mindset is not a good way to make good decisions if you just need to get going because you're so cold that's not gonna go well yeah so looking at the weekend forecast um sure like many people are getting the email your avalanche forecast you're thinking about tomorrow downgrading to moderate from considerable is that correct yeah that's what we're thinking um obviously we don't like to make a call till we have to in the morning um but i I would think that's where we're trending um given given the wind if we really hit those higher wind speeds it's gonna 
wind pack. It's going to continue to wind load today. You know, we're looking for um, clearing and a reduction in those hourly observations of blowing snow, really, before we can think that natural avalanches are, are going to be less likely in this sort of, um, you know, midwinter cold and uh, wind-driven avalanche problem. Ryan's up there today up in Tux and um, hopefully get a better handle on that. And, uh, and then, you know, we got the west side looked at yesterday and, you know, our terrain's well-developed. So it's, it's really game on now for sure. So people need to pay attention to those smaller weather events. I think that might be something that people overlook as, um, you know, you don't have to have a big storm for avalanche danger to spike, you know, just history or uh, statistics in this country will, will show you that most fatalities throughout the country are in that considerable range, closely followed by moderate. So, you know, the, that really just points to the fact that things can seem benign, you know, it could even be bluebird or not loading anymore. And yet, um, you know, things are triggerable. So um, be sure to check the forecast. I guess that's long way of saying that it changes daily mm-hmm. yeah absolutely so good weekend to probably i don't know obviously the glades are nice right now glades are in check them out i think that's what i do i can't i can't deal with it these days when it's so cold that you just never generate enough heat yeah through, and throughout the transitions you're con you're continually getting colder yeah yeah you can't help but break a sweat right and then as soon as you stop like all the merino wool in the world, Gore-Tex just doesn't keep you from cooling off. Yeah. But you know, there's skiing out there. If you um, if you stay out of some of these uh, loaded areas. Yeah, the bigger paths too. I think that's the other point. Is just remember, there's a lot of people around, and you know, a recent wind slab in a bigger zone like Gulf Slides or Mangali could run pretty far at this point. So. I think it's always good to just just stay out of the paths as much as you can. There, there's almost always an option to avoid being in the path, even if it takes a little bit of pushing through some bushes along the edge. Um, it's just like statistically, it's your best option, you know, just eliminate your risk wherever you can. So coming up, let's see here. Anything else you want to touch on for the weekend before we talk about events? Um. Nope, not for the weekend. I think, uh, yeah, it's just going to be cold. It's a good time to uh, bring your windproof shells. Dig out your old cagoule from 1980. Dating yourself there. Oh, yeah, it wasn't mine. <laughs> I just saw it on the internet. Okay. Um, yeah, tonight at uh, 7 o'clock, we have the free showing of Solving for Z. And uh, we talked about this last podcast. We're gonna have the, there's gonna be a live Q and A, some Patagonia raffle items, and um, we got a panel. Is that correct too? Yeah, there's a panel, a, a panel uh, that Joe put together um, with a number of people. And Blake, who I was skiing with yesterday, actually, and myself, and I don't know who else is on there. So maybe Hillary McCloy. Is Hillary on it? Oh, there we go. Good. Who else? Sarah Davidson. loaded cool yeah there's um a zoom link for that on the mwac site so scroll for that and 
Zahan Bilmoria will be there answering live questions. And, you know, if you haven't seen this, this is a great opportunity to, to watch it. It's such a good, powerful, thought provoking, um, kind of this retrospective documentary on risk taking and how we, uh, can never really eliminate it as experienced as we are. And, um, a lot of great takeaways from that. So be sure to tune in tonight on that. Um, what else do we got? I believe we have some more, um, talks coming up. They're on the Avalanche Center site under the events page. Um, can't think of what they are. I think we have at least a few more Avalanche awareness talks. And we're also trying to get more of these Avi kit workshops going. Um, you go to skithewhites.com under events and there's a Google form, fill it out. Working with Josh LeMay over at Cine Mountain Guides to, to get another one of those going. So fill out, fill out the form. It's a great opportunity just as like a little refresher on your gear. Maybe you got a new beacon, new kit, and you just want to meet some other people. There's always a good, good opportunity to go to events like that, um, to get on the same page with other people and just refresh your, refresh your training. And again, a chance to learn from a different guide who might come at things from a different perspective. Yep. Definitely valuable. Totally good rescue skills. You can't, you can't train with enough, you know, that stuff needs to be automatic and, um, there's always a little bit of learning. And I think the, the practice scenarios that folks can, um, can set up for you to make them really realistic, you know, like learning to use your beacon is important, but also learning to use your beacon in the larger con, you know, um, lot larger context. So what happens, you know, when you get a beacon, um, yeah, like how do you probe? What's the best way to probe? What's the best way to shovel in a group? And then thing that a lot of folks forget is what do you do once you find somebody? What's their likely state when they've been avalanched and how are you going to manage that patient, whether it's your friend or a stranger? So that's all, that's good stuff. I people keep offering those sort of clinics. Um, we also have an awareness talk coming up on the 18th with Pat. We have Blake Keough, who's on our board, um, really good skier, and uh, he's working on his degree, his master's degree in counseling, and he's really good with the human factor stuff, and he's presenting this, uh, a talk, Barriers to Cognition and Perception, Thursday, February 25th, so that'll be awesome as well. Then a, then a few more uh, talks coming up after that on uh, Avalanche Awareness. Mm-hmm. I just want to touch on like last week's, you know, we talked about the, the avalanche fatality over in the ammo and you got a full report up on the website that I think everyone should take the time to sit down and read. Um, we didn't talk about all the specifics that you put that ended up in this report, but I think it's, it's invaluable information that will just help you like realize everything that goes into these rescues, what, what information um, was left out in some of the earlier reports. And I mean, some of these photos to give a little perspective of what it looked like to, you know, where this effort to recover the body and how deep, I mean, it's, it's very provoking, mm-hmm. um, makes you think a lot about, again, we, a lot of us are guilty of making these, you know, we're imperfect. We're not all going to make the best, like hundred percent best decisions. And it's just a good reminder that, we're all vulnerable and keep, keep on it and try to do everything in our favor to, 
to mitigate and minimize these risks and um yeah i don't know some seeing these photos and seeing it putting like putting the photos to the story it just makes it even more real and relatable that we're out there and in this it's real it's train of consequence and um so yeah do yourself a favor and just make sure you've read that before you uh before you head out and and make you think twice when you're planning for your next backcountry tour yeah terrain traps scare me it's really hard to wrap your head around how quickly snow can pile up hopefully those photos will will help people get that so it's much better to just be flushed out of a big slope on on an ice big apron right Mm -hmm. these little holes are awful and we we certainly have them around here um yeah um don't want to end it on a a bad note yeah totally have have a everyone have a great weekend safe weekend uh lots of great skiing ahead so yeah definitely season's coming around snowpack's getting fatter and looking forward to it great all right frank well thanks for swinging by and we'll chat next week yep see ya thanks